Hi, welcome to Nourishing Body and Soul, the podcast. Get ready to revitalize your mind, body, and soul. We're here to inspire women who are looking to break free from old patterns and ideas to create a life of increased confidence and improved health. Say goodbye to limiting beliefs and hello to new possibilities. So kick back, get ready to have some fun, and let's dive in. We'll uncover tools and insights that can help you build a life that's truly nourishing, body and Hi, welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy and I'm Victoria, and we're glad you're here with us. Um, so my I'm a better than is a continuing saga because again, I really know better than this. But the number of times I have been up until midnight this week is it suits still? No, oh, no, I mean, I legitimately have had a billion things to do, oh, wow. but no, but still, it's like if I would have just organizing my time a little if i would have like okay we need a break if i'm gonna take a 15 minute break instead of oh an hour and a half break <laughs> and uh mm-hmm. i could have gotten to bed at least by 11 Aww. instead of midnight but like one of these days but you're hanging out with me that's the problem bad it starts creeping up bad yeah people's people's so. bad times creep up i will let creep you know when i actually really figure this out for real oh, all right <laughs> and not just know like how you, you when you figure out for real how to adhere perfectly to a schedule without any deviation well no just i'm not like saying i have to get to bed at 9 32 i'm just saying before midnight since oh. i naturally wake up like six o'clock and so if i'm going to bed at midnight or later that six hours of sleep is not enough for this girl and i know that and i in, in delusional thinking, oh, I don't really have to get up for. I can sleep until eight tomorrow. I'll be fine. No, it doesn't work for me. Yeah. So, no, I don't know. So I got I, I, me and my schedule is. <laughs> we don't talk to you about right. scheduling. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is yeah, me and my ability to not have any clue what time things are. <laughs> How long things take. Nothing. They call it time blindness. I had no idea it had a name. Oh, really? It's called time blindness. Now we're educated. Mm-hmm. The I know. Yeah. Time blindness. When you are completely unaware of how long things take. You look at something and you think, that's oh, going to take minutes. 15 minutes. And it's really a task that would take two hours. <laughs> and so, you know, you go, okay, spend 15 minutes on it. And you've done nothing. Because in that 15 minutes, you've checked your email, <laughs> you've looked up something, and then in your email, you've been inspired yeah. to go do research on opal rings. Yes, I have I have no idea what you're talking about. Yes, exactly. Time blindness. <laughs> we just need glasses. We need time glasses. Hey, somebody, there's a lot of money waiting for you if you invent yeah. it. You invite time blind. Time glasses. Yeah. Too much. All right. At some point in time. So that's that's your I know better. You know yeah, better. Than I know better than stay up that late, but I'm still doing it. Mm-hmm. All right. So I I know better than it's me and my like very bad TV. I decided I was gonna watch. The Golden Bachelor. <laughs> Have you heard? Oh, I just I just heard a commercial for it. So I don't just listen to a podcast. 
judge me all you want. I fully, fully, fully am aware that I am deserving of all kinds of judgment for watching The Golden Bachelor. I only watched one episode, but because I was curious, because being older, you know, because dating on the regular Bachelor was just exactly like that for me. So anyway, I'm like, okay, like, so they're doing this. So it's Golden Bachelors. If you don't know anything about The Bachelor, Bless where have you been Bless for one day? Bless you. you are a better human being than I. It is a one man or a woman. It's a bachelorette. And they get 25 suitors. Five? Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize it 30, depending. Yeah. yeah. And then they, every day, they have to, every, like, week, they have to whittle them down. They go on a series of days. Okay. So... Have you I, never watched I've it? never watched The Bachelor, but it's such a part of the culture that it's like, I know bits of it. So I know there's a rose thing. So if you get a rose, you got to leave, or you get a rose, you got to stay. You stay. It's a rose. Like, will you take this rose? Okay. Will you accept that I know rose? It's like a, here, loser. You yeah. can at least get a rose. <laughs> no. Okay, so if it's a bachelor, they give them boutonnieres. Okay, so the rose is a good thing. Okay, so okay. they're having this golden bachelor. And it's just how old? Like in the 70s. Okay. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, you're going to get a bunch of women who are in their 30s. No, they had to be 60 or older. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to check that out because (laughs) I'm younger than that. So one, I'm going to feel young and beautiful. Let me see what the old people do. (laughs) Yes. I've been in on that show, okay? Except for that I'm married, happily. (laughs) Yes, and I would never do that because... No, no. So wait, well, I would never do it either. I would, you can... I don't think you could pay me enough to go on one of those shows. You can watch them talk. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so I go to watch and I'm look excited because they're going to be 60 and older and I'm going to think, I'm going to start feeling good about myself. This is where I, I know better comes in. Yeah. I'm better <laughs> than to have to watch some TV show to feel better about myself. Okay, whatever. No, do I feel better about myself? No. If you can six year old, they can have picks. So I'm thinking about dating. It's just going on in my mind that I might. <laughs> and I'm seeing these women and I'm like, I'm going to need at least $10,000 <laughs> to get ready to date because like these women are all up, tucked and lifted and like smooth and yeah. I mean, there were some women that were older. Jimmy Kimmel sent his like aunt Chitty or I think her name was Chitty. I'm not sure. His aunt there. So she was older and looked older and fell asleep. <laughs> that would you know. if the date was past midnight. Yeah. It wasn't date goes all night. The first date goes all night because these women show up yeah, and they exactly. show up in these like glamorous outfits. And I thought they would be, you know, I don't know. I didn't think they were gonna have beautiful arms. Be Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, it didn't make me feel better about myself. I'll tell you that. And I know better than to watch a reality, quote unquote, yeah. TV show to feel better about yourself. There's crazy women too. They're like singing him songs and giving him poems and giving them like stuffed animals with like heart. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that goes on in these shows. There's a bunch of desperate women throwing themselves at this man. And then vice versa on the bachelor, a bunch of desperate men throwing themselves. So we do little weird things. So or just acting that way. So things they want to feel cheated. Ten thousand bucks. Then <laughs> <Venmo> me. <laughs> Yeah. No, let me just say, girl, with your 
the strength of your personality, then that is not enough to draw somebody in. Cross them off your list anyway. <laughs> well, they're not being drawn in. Well, I'm not. I, of course, I don't really talk to anyone except my physical therapist. <laughs> I don't think I've talked to any non-married men. We had this discussion before that if if she wanted to marry somebody, it would have to be Amazon guy or UPS guy that actually walked to her house. Yes, came to her home. Yes, knocked on my door. <laughs> was the right age. Was funny. There you go. And smart-ish. My standards are falling in. <laughs> to be smart-ish. Not an sort idiot. of attractive, kind of. Enough that I'd want to kiss you. That's it. Well, you know, funny creates attractive. <laughs> it does, but he's attractive to me. So if you know a funny UPS man and you have a package to send to me. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just dork. I have a friend who's like, you talk too much. To me. She said to me, you talk too much. You say too many things. Sorry, I'm done. Let us continue. You know, that's that's why you paid the big bucks. <laughs> Somebody did pay me big bucks, not big bucks, but they did pay me bucks to talk. Yeah, so there. Sounds like a great job. I know, it was. It was like my dream job. Okay, speaking of dream jobs. Yes. <laughs> today we're going to be talking about what is a dream job for a lot of um, either people or the people's mothers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or, or, or fathers too. We're going to be talking about medical professionals today. Yes. And uh, that really is like, it's still one of those professions that's super on the noble. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, people used to say, oh, I want to be a doctor or a lawyer. Lawyers kind of tarnished a bit, I think. But doctors is still here. Yeah. Still still a respected yeah. sought after. Oh, I think with their mm -hmm. student loans, it's a it's not the same. Oh, I have a Contra. son who was thinking about being a lawyer and he would have been very good at that. What convinced him otherwise is he talked to friends who were lawyers and found out how much student debt they had. Yeah. And they all said, don't do this. Me too. I, me too. I wanted to be a lawyer and, and there wasn't one lawyer. In fact, I ended up working in a law office as an intern. And yeah, I mean, they were all like, don't be lawyers. There wasn't anybody I ever met. And I ran in like I had circles where I knew lawyers and all of them. I didn't find one lawyer that said, yeah, do it. Everyone said like violently don't run. So so anyway, I'm not a lawyer. So we're not talking about lawyers today. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the thing. Nobody this is the them. thing that my friend was like, stop. You need to stop going down weird paths and talk about the thing you need to talk about. That's the beauty of an ADHD mind. <laughs> entertaining <laughs> to some to some it must be annoying so <laughs> but medical professionals medical professionals if you've been with us for any length of time <laughs> at all you have heard um what might be interpreted as, as bashing on medical professionals we just want to do this and to make it very clear that we are not not opposed to medical professionals. No, no, <laughs> I, mean, I, love, I haven't had very, very good doctors. So have I. In fact, I have a very, very good doctor right now. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't have any that I can recall personal horror stories. You have a couple of horror stories, but I do. Seriously. Um, but, and I've heard horror stories from other people. I fortunately have not had that experience. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I had a minor. <laughs> I 
first child, but um, anyway. So last week you talked about the the culture code, and um, this week in talking about medical professionals, I think it's very eye opening. Okay, split second recap of what a culture code is. It is what a society or a particular culture's view of some particular thing is. So it's the cultural idea of that subconscious, right? Right. Mm -hmm. um, and so the culture code for doctor is hero that makes sense. and yeah it's like if you think about it that completely tracks and i think that it that's problematic in many ways and because people have a lot of people are just like oh you just have to do whatever your doctor says and that's because we think the doctor is the hero they come in and they're you know they're it's all knowing yeah we think that they're yeah. all knowing so that like sometimes we don't advocate for right. ourselves because we think well the doctor should know yeah. that he's yeah. looking at my test he should yeah. know yeah mm -hmm. oh she's so educated she's gonna know what i need mm -hmm. to do more than i do mm -hmm. obviously yeah why else um, am i paying in the big bucks right right yeah. <laughs> why is my insurance company paying in the big yeah. bucks <laughs> yeah but um but then there are also a lot of other people are like, well, I don't trust doctors. I don't trust them as far as I can throw. And they do not want to go to a doctor because That's they just true. don't trust them. But my dad, that is men. I think that well, kind of a man thing, but just sorry. Just That's probably right. Like, that's joke. a sexist thing. But also from our age and up, that kind of is really kind of thing. I know most I know men too are too many men who are not even just our age, but there are too many men who are unwilling to go to the doctor. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. I, that's a whole other study to do. <laughs> yeah, it's beyond our scope. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. All I can say is when my husband bas had basically popped his finger open, he's like, no, no I'm not going to go to the doctor. It was a Friday night or Saturday night, maybe. And he had been doing some work on the house. And it, I mean, it was... I've seen injuries being married to this man. And this thing was bleeding so profusely. And I'm like, okay, well, we should probably go in. I'm like, and it was after hours, so we'd have to go to the ER. And, and he's like, I don't want to go in. And I know better than to fight him. So the way that I finally got him to go is like, whatever, it's your call. But just keep in mind, if you wait until Monday to go and they decide that there's something they need to do, they're going to have to reopen whatever healing has happened. He's And then, oh, probably like a half an hour later, it's like, guess maybe we should go in oh. and this is a man who i have had had to forbid him from buying sutures what you can suture him own self yeah. yeah he was shocked I and mean, he he has like you'd be very surprised at his first aid kit but he's gonna buy sutures and i'm like absolutely not why and he really did not understand I and mean, i was like no <laughs> no no if anything serious enough that you need sutures, you're going somewhere else to have taken care of. Mm -hmm. Done. No. Yeah. I'm putting my foot down on that one. And I don't get that way with him very often at all. So, yeah. Anyway, so there's that. Medical professional. Yeah. Um, and the code for hospital is processing plant. And so we have these doctors that we consider heroes uh -huh. they're associated with these things that we just view as processing plants that feels that uh -huh. really is not true <laughs> a yeah a lot of people have had that experience again i have not had bad experiences in the hospital i've had very good experiences 
I haven't been in the hospital my own self very much. Me neither. Until, oh, you know, I one year where I had four surgeries. So <laughs> you really did have like every time I talk to you, like, or every time we change Facebook, I'm like, yeah, like, yeah. how are you doing? Like yeah. when you were getting your appendix out. Yeah. It was, it was all ear surgeries except for the appendix. That yeah. Year. But I had my most experience with hospitals and doctors is because of one of my dear friends who has since passed, but um, it's, so hospital processing plant, doctor hero, interestingly, nurse is mother. That feels right. Too. And, yeah. So it's like people don't dislike and distrust nurses nearly as much, but here's the thing with doctors. Um, one of my good, my young, good friends, <laughs> her husband just, right, he's a PA. That's your old uh, friends? <laughs> you're not in your 20s anymore because she's still in her 20s. Okay. So. <laughs> so we see what young is to um, her. 20s is young. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, her husband just graduated as a physician's assistant. He's just like weeks into his first job. So I texted him because... I want, it's like, hey, I want current information. And so I tested him and said, how many classes were you required to take on diet or nutrition and their effect on any, you know, given health issues? Mm -hmm. One. In the course of all of his medical training, one class on nutrition. And so when we talk about doctors, it's understanding. I have such respect for anybody who can make it through medical school, who can navigate that um, and and function as a doctor. That, that's a lot and it deserves a lot of respect. But what we need to do as consumers is to understand what they're trained for. And I think a lot of the distrust comes in because we have this idea of them as heroes who are supposed to go in, they're supposed to just be able to figure out what's wrong and exactly what needs to be done and bing, bang, boom, here you go. And when they can't do that, then people get mad. Mm -hmm. and they get distrustful it's like what in the world are you even here for well what we can expect when we go see medical professionals what they're trained for is they're trained for diagnosis and they're trained for they know about drugs and have drug representatives that come and talk to them and tell them what their drugs can do for their patients and they're trained you know surgeons they're trained toward surgery mm -hmm. and so if these are things we need when I needed my gallbladder take or my appendix taken care of, yeah, I was really glad to have a doctor <laughs> to do that. When I, my ears needed surgery, really glad to have a doctor to do that. Yeah. Um, but understanding that when we go to a doctor, we're a good chunk of the time, they're not going to go, hmm, okay, let's look at your whole self. Let's look at all the parts of your life and put that into the picture because in our medical situation anyway it's the body's very segmented yeah it's like we have doctors that are brain doctors yeah. my doctor who worked on my ears is like this is a very specialized thing yeah yes if i asked him anything going on with my knee he would be completely clueless as mm -hmm. brilliant as he is mm -hmm. ears you are an ear you are a throat you are an arm you are a leg yeah, you are a doctor that i went to is just a hand doctor yeah. i asked him about my shoulder and he was like you have to go back and meet with one of the other yes. guys. I just do hands. Yeah. I'm like, okay, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So understanding that that's not what they're trained for. What they're trained for is segmenting the body and they're not trained for whole wellness situation. Yeah. Um, I've been 
really blessed to have a lot of really excellent doctors. And the, what, the things that they knew were part of their, you know, you have to do a certain amount of stuff to keep your licensing up. It was their uh, later accreditation. They're, okay, well, I need to have some new units this year to keep accreditation. Mm -hmm. And so that's what they learned about there. But it's not in it. But those are all, they get to choose. And the studies. Are we going to talk about studies? Um, yeah, studies are changing, but go ahead. Well, I mean, you know, also they rely on studies and a lot of the studies are done on men, <laughs> white men of mm -hmm. a certain age. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So when we go to the doctor as, as women, as white women, as um, people of color, people of color, women of color, especially. Yeah. They're, you're not going to get, you just need to, you just need to be in charge of your, your health. Right. Yeah. Like. Take charge yourself of your health. Yeah. There's ways to do research. Like you're going to find crazy things on, <laughs> like you Google something, you're going to find like 8 million crazy things, but you could also find some good stuff mm -hmm. too. I mean, I think, I think just walking into a doctor, just blind and being like, okay, here, fix me. me out. Yeah. Fix me. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know, you know, there's not a lot yeah. of, um, you're not a doctors that are just going to be able to fix you, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. or they might tell you something that doesn't make any sense at all. Mm -hmm. And with their, and, and where we have mostly talked about medical professionals, like you, you don't have to be weighed every time you go in. Mm -hmm. um, and that can seem like it, depending on your doctor, <laughs> they may take offense to that. Yeah. But that's just how they've been mm -hmm. trained. We don't have to go in and combat like, I don't want to be weighed. You don't need, yeah. it's just like, um, the information you have tells you that you need my weight. The information yeah. I have says you don't yeah. because this appointment that we have today has nothing to do with that. And if mm -hmm. there's been no change significantly in my weight that I have, I can't explain, yeah. then there's no weight is off the table. Yeah. And so we can just go, no. And we can, and so just understand. And they, they are trained to use the body mass index, well, which is, it's just garbage, but that's what they're trained for. And so I, if, if I had a doctor who ever referenced the body mass index with me, I wouldn't be mad at them. Mm -hmm. I just go in understanding that that's how they're mm -hmm. trained. That's their perspective. But I need to, for me, it's my health and it's my body. I can go, okay, here's the deal. That's not something that yeah. I uh, prescribe to. I, I don't, I don't agree with that. So let's start from a different place. Well, can I tell about my doctor experience? My, my, I went, I got really sick once. I, my like intestines aren't the greatest, but I got really sick once where I couldn't eat anything for two weeks and I lost like 15 pounds in two weeks. And, um, I, after that I couldn't eat, there were things I couldn't eat. I couldn't eat meat. I couldn't eat um, sugar. I couldn't eat fat. I couldn't eat cheese. I couldn't eat. There was a bunch of things I couldn't eat and they all seemed fairly unhealthy things. But, and if I ate them, I would throw up like right then. Like if I was in a restaurant and I accidentally ate meat, I would have to go to the world's too much. <laughs> but anyway, after a while of this, like, you know, and I had lost maybe, I don't know, 20, 20 pounds in, I don't know, maybe a month or two months. Well, not a month. That's right. Like this falls into the a change in weight that you can't explain. Yeah, you can explain why she lost weight, but not what yeah was causing that. So, so I go to the gastroenterologist. 
right? Meteorologist. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm with the gastro you. doctor. I'm with the gastro doctor. In in like Marin County. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't some like some little backwoods clinic. Yeah. Uh-uh. I go in and I tell him, like, these are the things that are happening. I'd seen them before mm-hmm. for stuff. And and he's like, but you're losing weight. And I said, yeah, I'm losing weight because I'm throwing up. Like, because I can't eat. My body's getting no nutrition. Yeah. He's like, with those, they're unhealthy things that you are throwing at. Like, just don't eat those things. And, and, and his main thing was, you're fine because you're, um, you're losing weight. And that's the important thing. Look, young woman, you're beautiful and can be more beautiful if you lose more weight. And who cares if you're really, really sick? That delayed like a diagnosis of almost a year. Mm-hmm. And in that meantime, I was getting more and more and more and more anemic to the point where I then had to get infusions and there was a whole bunch of stuff that happened because of that. But but the reason why I didn't get diagnosed then, he didn't order any blood tests. He didn't order any kind of tests at all. He just looked at my chart, saw I was losing weight. I told him, he's like, you should be eating those things anyway. So there you go, go off. Yeah. So that was, yeah, discouraging. Very intense training um, of weight bias. And we talk a lot about weight around here, obviously. And that weight bias has obviously some really dangerous effects Mm -hmm. uh, in a lot of situations like that. Yeah. Um, But also understanding that that's how doctors are trained. Mm -hmm. Also understanding that in many cases, we have a choice to find another doctor. Yes. And so just- Which is what I should have done. Just understanding that medical professionals get the, go, get the come from, from them. You know, it's like, if we have a friend who we know is um, just very, very, very emotional mm-hmm. and where, you know, everything's on their sleeve. And then when we need someone to ground us, that's not the person we're going to call. We're going to call our other friend who's like very low key. And so it's like, we know who we want to call for what. It's the same thing with the medical world. Just know what we, what we need yeah, and know what to expect. And there are other doctors out there. Mm-hmm. There are There's a lot, lot of doctors, and doctors yeah. that are more treat the body as a whole unit. Mm-hmm. There are well, how more getting more and more accessible are people are professionals who deal in like Chinese medicine mm-hmm. that has been around for centuries. Mm-hmm. It's very foreign to us here in the West, but it's been around for centuries. And so that may be something to consider if that's something you're comfortable with. But just kind of like, okay, what do I need? And is a doctor, what is what can I expect a doctor yeah. to say? I'm going to expect a doctor when I go in, I'm going to expect the doctor to say something about BMI because that's how they're trained. I'm going to expect them to have a, one of their initial responses. Most doctors, one of the initial responses is going to be what drug can we prescribe? Because that's how they're trained. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, they're not trained for, Hmm, let's take a look at your real close look at your diet and see if there's anything there let's take a look at what herbs it might work for you. That's not how they're trained. And so just let's not expect yeah. that of them. Let's appreciate yeah, like, them for what, what they know mm-hmm. and not expect them to know what they don't. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with switching doctors mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. 
like to not feel guilty because I think I think there is something like the hero when you go there you sort of have this like maybe an allegiance even if they're not working for you even if it's not a you know a beneficial thing yeah so it's there's no shame in going you know what this dude and I we don't chicken eye don't don't you know we don't drive yeah, the way we think is too different. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna lie with someone me, else. Let me kids say <laughs> I'm on vibe with someone else. Yeah. I don't even know if that's how the kids use vibe, but there you go. Good vibes only there. <laughs> okay, sorry. So yeah, just mm-hmm. with medical professionals, give them a break. Trust them for things that they are trained in, and if it's not what they're trained in, then you have the yeah. right to you know know mm-hmm. yourself, know what you need, and. And know that the, the tests and, I mean, not the tests, but know that the studies and things like that are not yeah. always done for us. Yeah. The more current the study, the better. Mm-hmm. Because more and more, they're they're including more women's studies. <laughs> uh, but that's why so, so little is known about menopause. Because it's completely a woman's. I'm having a hot flash right now. <laughs> but yeah and now the studies that are being done it's women doctors they're like okay we need to figure yeah. out more about this instead of just like well it's just i mean people don't yeah. talk about it yeah that's the other thing people don't talk about because it means you're aging Yes. And we're not allowed to do that. We're not allowed to age. Yeah. No, we so, are not. Yeah. Anyway, we need to normalize these things. <laughs> we need what? To normalize these things. Yes. Yeah. So sure. we'll talk about it here. If you want to talk about it, talk to us. We'll, we'll really need to talk about it. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so medical professionals, yay for what they're good at. Yes. And, and if you find a good one, Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the whole, like those yeah. little kids when they hold on to their parents' legs. Yes. That. Do that. Yep. 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 All righty. Thanks for being with us. And uh, take care of yourself. Nourish yes. your body and your soul. Yes. And have a good time. Have a sweet week. week. Bye. Hey, it's Tracy. If this was helpful and you'd like more, follow me on Instagram at tlastel.nourishingbodyandsoul or on Facebook or YouTube at Nourishing Body and Soul or you can find my website at nourishingbodysoul.com. Okay, so this is embarrassing because I've always made fun of people who did this, but like and subscribe. <laughs> Turns out it's important. Well, it's only, it's, it's only, it's important because If you like what you're listening to and seeing and you want to find it again, it makes it easier for you to find it. And then also it makes it easier for other people to find it. Mm -hmm. So if you like us, like, 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 like us. Yeah. Yeah. Like put a ring on it. Like us. Yeah. Then like and subscribe and it'll make us easier to find. Thanks for tuning in to Nourishing Body and Soul, the podcast. Before we wrap up, we just want to remind you that the information we share in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not intended for medical advice. While we hope you find our discussions helpful, we strongly recommend that you seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider before making any changes to your diet, exercise routine, or any other aspect of your health. 
We also want to make it clear that the host, guests, and producers of this podcast are not responsible for any adverse effects or consequences that may result from the use of any information or suggestion discussed in this podcast. We care about your well-being, but we can't take responsibility for individual outcomes. By listening to this podcast, you agree to indemnify and hold harmless the hosts, guests, and producers of this podcast from and against any and all claims, damages, liabilities, costs, and expenses arising from your use of the information provided in this podcast. We're so grateful for your support, and we hope you keep listening and learning with us. Thanks.